Welcome to the Wildlife Podcast, where we connect with industry experts and individuals based around what we have determined to be the eight dimensions of wellness. Yeah, today we got Steve. He's on our podcast now, but he's the one that does the podcast. All right? Usually behind the, the cameras. Yeah, he runs the media team that we work with that puts out all the great content that you guys see. Um, and he's pretty much recently started that brand himself as well, just about just over a year ago. Yeah, right? similar to you guys, yeah. I think, like right around the maybe like a five or six months earlier yeah. than you guys got into the game. So appreciate you being on, taking yeah, the time out of your day. Yeah. Thank Thanks you, for having me. It's, it's fun to be on camera instead yeah. Yeah. behind it. <laughs> appreciate appreciate right you taking the time because we know how much time you put in for us as a client because obviously other clients that you have that you have to put time into. So means a means a lot to have you on this side mm -hmm. of the this side of the camera. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I'm always happy to do this yeah. stuff. So, yeah, so as we get into it, I know we kind of just mentioned you kind of lead up our social media, well, our media management team. Mm -hmm. But give a little background about you, who you are, what your story is, how you got to kind of founding the company that you have. Now. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll, I can give like a short, shortened version, a condensed, the long, the long version. Yeah. We'll be here for a long time. <laughs> um, I guess going back, I, I um, I'm not like what you'd call a purebred entrepreneur. Like I feel like there's a lot of people out there who just could never do anything else. Like they just always had to a drive to do something for themselves. They're always hustling, kind of what you mean. On right. Your like, yeah. to me, if you've met Buddy, like Buddy's a lifelong, like he's just entrepreneur, moved on to the next thing, built businesses, sold businesses. Like Shout out to Saltwater Long Island. Yeah, the, they're a great client as well. But the that like drive and that mm -hmm. passion, like it didn't naturally come. Yeah. Um, I was never that like... I have to figure out a way to do this myself. I've worked for other people. I've had other jobs. Yeah. Um, but during that period after college where I had my first job and I was working for other people, I kind of saw this need for better content for social media. Yeah. And uh, in a previous organization that I was with called Movers that I, I helped to found, um, we started like a music festival. We did all these different things. And a lot of what we did was built off the backs of great content and social media. And uh, so over time, that became something that people came to us for. It became something that like we developed a, you know, a product and we tested out and we figured out like, okay, this is how much people charge for this type of thing. And it started at, you know, we'll shoot a video for $250. Let's try it. You mm -hmm. know, like, mm -hmm. and uh, over time you build up the skills, you build up the, you know, the necessary, you know, proof of, you know, your, you know, your use cases and all the different things that you have that, show that you do great work uh, and that you're able to help people build their businesses. Uh, and then, you know, from there I created MMP Creations, which is the company that I have now, and uh, went out on my own from that team. Uh, some of those guys I still work with pretty regularly. Cool. Um, but it, that was, for me, it was the focus that I needed to let go of like a bunch of other things that I was doing and really just focus on building an actual business for myself. That's great. Um, so doing that for now almost two years and uh yeah we're right around the corner from you guys yeah, right yeah. here in the village Matt, yeah we've got a really good like background story we're trying to build a business tj and i here doing our own content you send us a cold dm we meet yeah. we're really right mm -hmm. we were excited about the things that you brought to the table just from first meeting just your vision kind of to from a media standpoint mm -hmm. um and that's kind of the basis of the story you're telling with with MMP. But what is MMP? Like, what are you trying to do for businesses? Yeah. So we're our, our main goal is to help drive attention and opportunity for businesses. That's really the focus. How do we take attention 
and turn it into opportunity. Yeah. Turn that into clients, turn that into you know, new people coming into the gym or new people buying a product that you have. Um, that's, that's really what our focus is. It's using creativity to drive that attention. Yeah. What do you think people get wrong about social media? So I think that it's like everyone has it, Yeah. right? I think we talk about a lot that you can just be used incorrectly. One, like if you're distract, on a, as a distraction. Yeah, as a distraction. You know, and that maybe doesn't have to be kind of the, the course mm -hmm. you take with that answer, but like a lot of times it mostly for the regular person, if you don't have a business, it is just kind of a, a distraction. Yeah. And we kind yeah. of talk about like, how can you optimize it for yourself? Mm -hmm. Kind of what do you think people kind of get wrong? Even from, and you can stick to the business end of it. Sure. Um, and kind of how you guys come in and, and straighten that up. Or yeah. I think it's, I think it's twofold. Um, the first thing that people get wrong with their content or that I, that I think people get wrong because really everything we're doing is just educated guesses. It's, you know, trying things out, seeing if they work, seeing yeah. if they don't, being nimble to make those choices. Um, I think people sell too much through yeah. social. And by sell too much, I think like, I'll take restaurants, for example. I'm sick of seeing food photos yeah. mm -hmm, just yeah. from the, like, Tell me the story behind yeah. what you're doing. Which is, I feel like I've heard you use that term before. I actually wrote it down in some pre-notes, but you considering your marketing company, right? Media company, a storytelling, branding kind of mm -hmm. company instead of just a, let's get leads to you or let's see how right. many likes we can get on your Instagram post. Our goal is attention and opportunity, but the way we do it is with creative storytelling yeah. Yeah. and helping you to actually tell the story of your brand. Naturally selling. Yeah, because yeah. that attracts people to yeah. you. You know, like if they view you guys as the authority in your field, people are going to come to you with their questions. They're going to come to you with their ideas. And then you're, you know, being who you are, you're just going to give them what they need, which yeah. is help in those areas. I think that's such an important thing because so restaurants, personal training, mm -hmm. um, things are in this, they were all service industry businesses mm -hmm. that get commoditized very quickly. So we all can be kind of providing the same thing. Yeah. How many steakhouses are there? in Huntington to Long Island to Suffolk County, right in that area. Yeah. So yeah, if you're just posting your best steak, who's, how do you differentiate what steakhouse you're coming to? But if you tell the story about the guy that made it or, or how it's getting made, the purpose of the person that's, that's Where'd the cow serving it to, yeah. Yeah. yeah, something that's a little bit deeper, right? you kind of, you can attract way more around that. Yeah, and that might not be for everyone. Like restaurants in particular are yeah. really tough business because um, mm -hmm. the margins are so low mm -hmm. on what they're doing. Um, so for them, they may just be focused on like, how can I get people through the door For sure. as often yeah. as possible? But if you're an established organization, if you're an established restaurant who hasn't been like telling the story, who's only been focusing on yeah. how can I get people through the door, you're, you're missing out on something. You're yeah. missing out on a, a larger opportunity to bring in a new audience and to have people actually connect with, mm -hmm. with the brand that you've built. Yeah. Personalizing that brand. Yeah. 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 Which I feel like you guys have done an incredible job with our bi-weekly meetings, getting kind of cranking on the, the fun side of stuff, which, right, it's, everything should be fun to a certain extent um, within your brand, within your business, right, as shouldn't feel like work, work, work every day. And I feel like it's fun filming with you and creating a story, but having, right, just the camera rolling, Sal naturally getting a clip or doing something, and it just happens, right, and it makes mm -hmm. it fun. Even the skits we've drawn up that are scripted and are, so like, push to be some type of something that we're selling right but it's funny but this kind of made me think what kind of in your journey kind of made you shift right your your career slightly or made you like was there like an aha moment of like wow i want to do this or you not being motivated to be just an entrepreneur right i could have just kept training and done my hour to hour training right. but 
right? I spoke about on your podcast having a partner, having you know a girlfriend and, a, and a, wanting to have a family one day and an established asset in that sense, but also create something that's going to help a lot of people and be a story instead of just a you know a, a yeah. cash stream of income to work off of, right? Is there anything for yourself that you saw to shift in your own personal kind of sights or how you approach life? To like move it might be a pretty loaded question but yeah there's um, a lot there i think again yeah. it's i think it's another yeah. two-part answer totally um the first thing that like major moment was covid and the pandemic and everything yeah it shifted yeah. me from i was doing a lot of freelance event stuff i was still kind of freelancing doing you know putting these video projects together with mm -hmm. people i was working on the music festival i was working on yeah. so you started out as cameraman kind of like doing a lot of the film pictures no stuff behind or what was i, I dabbled start? in that okay. a little bit but i was never really that person who was behind the camera too much okay i was always like the producer uh, gotcha in that scenario like kind of still a similar role that i that i hold today um more about like how can we craft the vision how can we craft the story cool and then there's always guys like sal and eric and to do the real work. Right. Who yeah. are really great at what they do. <laughs> For real. To do yeah, the real yeah. work. Like, you know, there's yeah. there are different pieces of the machine that are necessary yeah. to produce great work. Um, and they always have a different vision or I'll bring something to the table and they say, oh, maybe we can do it like this. Um, and it always leads to an improved product mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Um, so did you have a first marketing type job and then you went freelance? Is that how that transition went? Yeah. So it was... <clears throat> I had an internship when I was just out of school that turned into like other freelance jobs with events. Um, I was doing like some audio stuff on the side. And then I got a job out at a marketing agency uh, in Bohemia. And it was like, I was hired to their digital team, which was one lady who was like 55 years old uh, and then me. Yeah. And I was also in a position where I was managing everything for those accounts okay uh and the media was subpar if there was any at all mm -hmm. if it wasn't just graphics um mind you this is like 2016 okay so it's like the the real video wave hadn't hit yet but yeah. a lot of what we were doing on for fun on the sides was like a lot of video stuff uh, and it was working for building our you know side projects with the, the music festival and stuff like that um but the like i couldn't bring something to the table and have it understood. It was a traditional marketing agency trying to learn digital. Mm -hmm. And so they hired like a kid who didn't know anything, me, to work with an adult who also didn't know anything. And, and then still like, keep it within the confines of something that's traditional. Right, it was, very, yeah. it was a very interesting situation. And that, that agency's still around and they do a lot of digital work now and I'm sure they've improved since then. Um, but just being there and seeing that, I was like, there's gotta be I was also miserable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was that'll, working. That'll spark. And that's everyone's like, and that's often the entrepreneurial journey is like someone mm -hmm. gets sick of a job or yeah. and they're like, I can do this better. And then it forces them into, yeah. well, well, fuck, now I have to run a business and I have to learn all these yeah. different things. And it's like, yep. okay, maybe it is a little bit more difficult than I thought. Um, but that was the, the ultimate driver for me. Mm -hmm. it was like, there's opportunity out here. And I had a couple of friends who, I would go to work every day and then I'd go to gym after and then I would meet up with these friends. We would just kind of like talk ideas and we built a community. Um, and that's kind of how I met Sal. It's how I met Eric. It's how I met all these people that are now like people that I work with or that are still in my lives in some capacity. Um, and we just created this community without having 
a true goal to it. It was mm-hmm. really just to bring people together who thought that maybe there could be something, you know, bigger out there or some other project. Um, and that's how we developed the music festival over time. And, um, you know, from there, it really just turned into being one of the things that we offered was mm-hmm. like, oh, people were coming to us for video work because we were like the creative guys. Um, so then to answer your, your, the second part of your question yep, yep. was, um, those partners from that business were actually the catalyst to me doing this because we had a meeting one day and I was trying to like turn what we had into an agency, but it was really a community. So it had like this weird push, like, are we helping people? Are we trying to get people as clients? And they were like, Steve, you should just do this on your own. Like it's not hurting us if you go out there and do something on your own. Yeah. And it was, that was like the kick that I needed to just say like, well, I really could, do this like this has been my vision the entire time here it just never materialized um so yeah i left that like organization i'm still really good friends with those guys and uh, some of them I, I work with still to this day cool but they were like the the real catalyst to me starting mm-hmm. on this journey yeah it's great to have people that can like kind of ignite that fire yeah right? they were like they, there was like some kindling there and those guys right? they, they were always those guys they were yeah. always the like hype you up like get you going type of guys um and i needed to just take that step and go out there and fail on my own really well it's good it's good to have i I think we talk a lot about kind of having support people around you Mm -hmm. big big reason why we want to do group training here at eight well right because a lot of that is just having community Mm -hmm. right if you have good people around you right it'll continue to kind of just push you push you forward yeah i mean that's the accountability piece we were kind of talking about before this was that's how I've kind of like set up my life in general it's like accountability to me is such a huge piece to just getting started and yeah. continuing um, whether it's in the gym like I'm new to eight well now new member, member here yeah Steve and like <laughs> I'm the first week I'm here I'm, I I have a I have like a weight rack in my garage at home and I've got like a bar and some weights but doing a workout at home versus yeah. doing a workout here the difference mm-hmm. is i have oc like you have seven more reps and i'm like at home I, that like, bar would oh. be on the ground <laughs> yeah you know and and yeah. i have like negotiating with them yeah. he's like you're gonna do five more at this weight and then you're gonna <laughs> drop the weight he's like we need to get these yeah. you know you need to get to the 20 reps um where like that's the accountability that i need to actually push myself mm-hmm. next level so in my business i've set it up where i have you know, different people that I'm accountable to, whether it's clients or friends on the outside who I tell things to that are like constantly checking in. How are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, or like, are you staying on track? Yeah. Um, Joe from Saltwater is like a basic, like an accountability partner for me in the podcast that I do, because if, if he's not driving it, I'll just kind of let it go and I'll start working on other stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he's got to be like, hey, when, when are we doing another podcast? Mm-hmm. And it's very just, easy with all these things going on for something right to be like oh it's been three weeks or whatever right like something to fall yeah it's very easy to miss a class but when i see you guys you're like how's the workout going steve for six months in my year and i finally i finally got him yeah you broke me i just every every bi-weekly meeting i just guilted tried to guilt you (laughs) hey how's the workouts going steve how's the progress and he's like uh yeah feeling good you're right i do need to start yeah every single time i was like yeah i just need to start yeah i just need to start (laughs) we all we all have drivers right? Yeah. They're going to be internal factors, external factors. Yep. Internally could be some motivation, but kind of to what you're saying, right? It's these external factors that you've built for yourself mm-hmm. 
that allow you to keep pushing, keep pushing forward. It's something that's yeah. gonna check in with you or a process <clears throat> that you can kind of fall back mm -hmm. on. For me, it's a team. Like, mm -hmm. I'm accountable to having, we have a yeah. team of four people like that get paid, you know, like yeah. That, yeah. that's how they eat, is, yeah. this is their job. So uh, that to me is a huge driver because it's like, man, if I, there are days that I don't wanna get out of bed, but like, I gotta go you have to. do some, some stuff or like, Eric's not gonna be able yeah. to. Mm -hmm. survive on it you know like he's gonna have to go get another job and like yeah. that sucks like that now we've done all this for nothing yeah so it's like that i don't know a little bit of fear that drives you a little bit yeah but then, definitely yeah you need that i personally need something to kickstart me yeah always. that's also that's a good um kind of just intertwining with just we, we tell people like you just got to get started even in fitness yeah so it's once you get started if you have an accountability partner now you kind of you have to yeah. keep going Mm -hmm. Right. So if I get started in fitness and I bring a friend and they're still going, they're going to keep messaging me to get there. You started eight. Well, we're going to text you if you, mm -hmm. so you missed a couple classes to make sure you're back in here. Right. You've got to get up and produce at work yep. because you've got a team that's going to say, yeah, yeah I've got to get a paycheck on Friday. Right. Or I need to grow. I need to grow in my career. Mm -hmm. right? We got to keep building forward. Like you said, it was a, a tough decision to go just be an entrepreneur. But once you started and now you got to, you have a staff behind you. You have yeah. to make sure they're fed. And now right? it's like or a business. It blows up. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you can't how just get, How did I get You're, here? You right? did this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now you have clients yeah, that, you all, that all you're accountable to. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is wellness, really, right? That's like the balance that we preach of not so much so that hardcore balance of everything, right? Healthy versus unhealthy, but the balancing every aspect of your life in wellness of like, okay, you needed the push to get back and work out again. It's mm -hmm. sitting in your house at home. Why can't, it's very easy to just, the weight's there. Load it up, pick it up, do it for 45 minutes, right? But why don't people do it? Well, you found, right, what worked for you. You said, all right, you know what? I gotta just rip the bandaid off and commit. You did, you committed, now you're in it, right? Yeah. Now you're in it and it's a lot easier because you're in it, right? And people have struggles with all different aspects of that. It's like my credit card debt's been in the hole for certain amounts and only right. make minimum payments. Well. Why don't you just figure out or finally do what you need to do or talk to the person, sit down with the person you need to talk to, right? And like make that push to finally just do it. Um, sometimes that is just the hardest thing in any aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. um, but are there any things from, this is from kind of coming from me personally, is there anything as an entrepreneur, especially right as someone, cause I wasn't necessarily, I was like, the hustle type of wanting to go to the gym and work out early and stay accountable on my end in that way and sports end, right, for, for training for baseball when I was younger. I was motivated in those capacities, mm -hmm. but wasn't necessarily like a business hustler, a money hustler, right? Didn't have the, I was a very shy kid, didn't have the natural, and introverted, so I didn't have the natural like, let's get up and go do it and be the talker and be the energy and be this and be that, right? I figured out how to do it. But as, what would you give if there's a couple of tips or things that you've put in place for yourself, whether it's a tip or something you do for like young entrepreneurs or people that are out there or want to maybe aspire to own companies someday or do something on their own, but they're not sure how to go about it. Is there anything that you either do or any advice you'd give to them as, as an entrepreneur? I mean, I guess I can only, I can only speak for my experience of course yeah um, give something direct if it's not an overall point of view right yeah i mean i feel like i've accomplished very little to even have this conversation and to yeah. lend this advice but just to get to a point where we have mm -hmm. but you've business. also i'll say this real quick sorry to cut you off you've accomplished so much for the brands that you've worked for 
That's true. Right? I was doing pretty much the media end here. Tyler and I were trying to plan these videos and conversations and do stuff, but... In between everything else. In between everything else, but yeah. my mind was just nonstop bombarded mm. going home and just like making food while I'm trying to think about a media concept and write it down again and the next morning again and trying to put it into play and right if I almost made a list that list was only good for a couple of days and then I need to go and think about another list while I'm in my day in between training sessions so that right has taken so much stress off of me I feel like and made just how I live my life better right sleeping better like having better relationships in and out of the gym mm -hmm. I think because I have more energy that I could put towards other things so don't even you know yeah. I, I know what you yeah. mean also a very little percentage of people in this country are business owners yes right and have employees most <clears throat> businesses are single employee businesses you have three right. employees and that's and the, three or four employees are I guess that's the you. difference is if you want to creating a job for yourself like I could have always freelanced and I feel like I would always survive I would always have money and maybe even more than I have now mm -hmm. if I just worked for other people yeah. doing jobs um, but the, I think building a sustainable business that can grow and support people and also take <clears throat> weight off my shoulders yes. was always the goal. So to get started, the things that I did was like, literally you just have to start and try something. Mm -hmm. There's been so many, uh, clients that I've had that are like trying to determine the perfect process, uh, perfect project or the yep. perfect process or you know, they really want to get it down before putting it into practice. But sometimes what you have to do is put it into practice and just fail a bunch yeah. and figure out. Like, fail fast. Yeah, exactly. Like you're going to fail. And that's something that I still hate to this day is, yeah. is the <laughs> failure that happens every single day. But I fail more than probably most people, uh, most people out there because that's yeah. the way to move forward is to put yourself out there and yeah. be like, get the nose, get yeah. the get the people who are like, no, that's, that's yeah. not even close to what I need. And then, so, yeah. you know, you, it's a lot of testing and a lot of like people coming at you and saying, no, that's, that's not good for me. Or, you know, finding you guys through just a random DM and being like, this is a really cool brand. These yeah. are cool guys I, w I think we could really work with. Yeah. Think about and that. How many, DMs, how many DMs did you send to, and I'll just say within the fitness Hundreds. community, right? Hundreds. To get, to get one. Yeah. And I, you, you have a big, a, but, a big clientele, but right, just to, to get that yes, Right, you have, to, you have to go through a thousand. Mm -hmm. But from you guys, from that perspective, I wasn't sending out the same DM to every gym on Long Island. Sure. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I really wasn't. Yeah, right. I sent out a DM to you guys that, mm -hmm. like, I think I said something along the lines of, like, you guys are right around the corner. You, I, I think you guys have the personality, and, like, I think you have a really cool brand that we yep. could build with. I would love to meet with you and see if that even makes sense for your business. Sure. And you guys were like, I think you answered me like the next day or, or pretty right away. And yeah. we just had a meeting and then it was cool. We're going to do a shoot yeah. in a couple of weeks. We both hated you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, but it's so, just coming around. It man. is awkward. <laughs> it's awkward. Like we came in here to pitch you guys and like Victoria was sitting at the desk. Yeah. yeah. OC was in the back and it was like. No, it was, it was, I think it was great because you're, you're a very genuine person too on a personal note. Try you're not, you're not selling. You're selling because we know that you have a product that you're offering, right. right? And obviously it's like anyone, right? You don't know what you're getting from a personal trainer. You don't know what you're getting from a video team or whatever, right? So it's like we did that. We passed it. But like you're well-spoken. It was comfortable. Like I, like I think that's where I was at, you know? It's like yeah. you could feel that for your, for you your brand. A, you're true in your brand. That's you know? the thing with sales though, <clears throat> right? Yeah. It's only salesy if you have a shitty product. Yeah. Well, if that, you, you know you're giving true, value, true. right? You walked in here knowing 
right? I can do something for you guys, mm-hmm. right? So we felt that. It felt genuine. And we said after that meeting, I feel like he can help us improve our, our brand and yeah. help us improve our company, right? Just like if someone walks in this door, I don't feel like I'm selling you on a membership. Mm-hmm. I think I'm giving you something that you want and you need, right? In order to improve your wellness. Yeah. Like that. So it, that's how we have to feel kind of when we're just selling our products. Yeah. It's like, it's only salesy if you're trying to sell something that someone doesn't yeah. want, right? Well, a mentor, something a mentor something of mine said something similar. I mean, very, a little bit different, yeah. but he, uh, he talked about repetition bias or something like that, which is like when you buy, you, you drive a Subaru. When you sure. bought your Subaru, you probably saw more of them. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I did. Frequency no, before illusion. I bought Frequency. it. Frequency. That's before illusion. I bought it, when I was thinking about buying it and I was looking at them, it was just, oh my God, there's yeah. another one, there's another one. Yeah, it just comes up. I just right. got these shoes three weeks ago. Now everyone has And them. now everyone's yeah. wearing these shoes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? Everyone was wearing them before, Steve. You copied them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I didn't know that until I was wearing them. And then I saw everyone. <laughs> I was like, oh, OC's wearing the same shoes? Okay. Um, yeah, that I is... invented on runner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah. that is... Yeah. That frequency it's... bias. Is yeah. that th- oh, that's where I was going with it. Is you... If you know what problem you solve for people you see it more often. Like yeah. if you can actually yeah, identify yeah, yeah. the problem I solve and you know where to go is, is X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. When you're out in the world, you'll see that problem more often. Gotcha. And so now you know, now you're approaching someone from a standpoint of, I'm going to help you with this problem rather than buy my product. Exactly. Or, you know, yeah. like it's and, not a sell. Mm-hmm. It's a, it makes it as a person that's trying to pitch your services, it makes it, it should feel better. Right. When you know that I'm actually, yeah, I'm, I'm helping you solve a problem. Well, if you don't I'm not believe, selling you something. If you don't believe in it, you shouldn't be doing it anyway. Totally. Like, sure. Mm-hmm. If you're a salesperson or if it's your company, um, it's the same mentor, actually. His name's Adam Hurd. Um, he has a great organization here in Long Island and uh, a great coaching program as well. And he, we were on a call like a week or two ago. I went on to like one of their free um, like courses. They do like mm-hmm. a in-person thing over Zoom. And... So he asked, like, what's your competitive advantage? And some guy was like, I don't know what my competitive advantage is. And he was like, uh, you should go work for someone else. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't own a business if you don't have a competitive advantage. If you don't believe in the product that you have and that you're better at it than someone else. You're trying yeah. to make money. Yeah, why are you? Yeah. Well, yeah. You can go make money under someone else yeah. who has mm-hmm. a vision. And being an entrepreneur is a way harder way to just make yeah. money. <laughs> exactly. I guess, yeah. you know, if you don't believe it's in so it and tough. have that drawn out, you know. Uh, yeah. No, that's great. So we ask everyone, right, um, as, as you've seen these podcasts and, and helped edit and, and script, mm-hmm. uh, we like to ask, what is wellness to you? Right? I know you've heard the question asked a I lot, know. but we'd love to hear so the answer. Being on this yeah. end of it. Don't copy, copy anybody else either. Yeah. No, I don't even remember what other people said. Everything just went out of my mind right now because right. I'm so nervous about sure. answering this question. Yeah. No um, one actually knows. They just <laughs> say random things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think wellness... No. Wellness to me is uh, being able to just operate at a, at a high enough level in all areas of life. Like having a good relationship, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting back into the gym and, and starting to become fit in that area. Um, you know, just being sustainable, I think, for the long run is the short answer. Yeah. Setting up that sustainability and... Yeah. Um, that even goes back to your other other question, like advice for for other people. Yeah, things that have worked for me is like delegating, getting things off my plate, which is the toughest thing to do. Yeah, to like 
give OC a class was the first one that he did was by himself was probably was so tough for you to just sit there yeah. and yeah. watch and not jump in and do it yourself or try to yeah. change something. But once you feel comfortable, now he's mm-hmm. here all the time running those classes. And now we don't do anything. And you don't, you don't do anything. No, but you can do more important, yes. higher leverage yeah. things for the business. And, you know, you can focus on things that are going to actually grow you over time yeah. rather than just making money in that hour that you're there. True. So that's, I think that's the biggest thing that I would recommend is as soon as you're able to, if you want to build a business and not just build a job for yourself, mm-hmm. is to let go of some things yeah. and test it out. Like I, I got Eric in the room probably earlier than I should have before I like could really afford to hire someone. Mm-hmm. And then within three weeks, the business doubled. Like, yeah. no, just because great. I had so much more room and also drive to be like, I need to get more clients now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a really good point, right? Just telling people that, yeah, if you want to start something, if, if you want to scale this thing that you're trying to build, you need good people with you or right. It's like that, that saying of you want to go fast, go alone, mm-hmm. you want to go far, right? Go together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because you need a team Support. in order to, in order to push for push further. Yeah. I mean, I, I am in a unique situation where my wife has a job. So mm-hmm. like, Worst case scenario for me in this situation was stay at home dad. Except, well, yeah. <laughs> it was it was damn this fails now I have to go get another job. Yes, yes. Um, but I had to go. I was able to go all in yeah. because I had her support as well, and I was able to, you know, I was able to take that risk that maybe some other people wouldn't be able to take. Yeah. So that in that scenario, I'm very in that situation. I'm very lucky. Yeah. Shout out to Holly. Yeah. yeah. Eight well, new eight well member. New eight well member. Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve, we appreciate you, man. Yeah. For the work fun. you do for us, yep. right? For the brand and Big right time. for spending some time with us during the, the busy work schedule. I appreciate you guys turning yeah. this into a giant MMP commercial. I wasn't <laughs> yeah. expecting it. It's, it's great. It's cool. Yeah. This is great. I'm walking yeah. away. We are actually stuff. charging Steve for this podcast yeah. here. I'll gladly pay it. <laughs> <laughs> he is the brand. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. Where, uh, where should they find you? Where can they find MMP? Uh, Instagram, MMP mm-hmm. Creations. Uh, my website is mmpcreations.com mm-hmm. and uh, you can email me at steve at mmpcreations.com. Yeah, and check out the AWOL page for all the content that MMP helps us create. Yep, and the Well Life podcast as well, which this video will be out on. They do phenomenal yes. job editing. Wow. I Thank you, man. <laughs> Appreciate it, guys. <laughs>